You're listening to 20 Minute Fitness, episode 15. Today, we're talking about the ketogenic diet and keto supplementation. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. My name's Leslie. Welcome to the 20 Minute Fitness podcast. If this is your first time listening, thanks for stopping by. The 20 Minute Fitness podcast is produced every Tuesday for your enjoyment, and the show notes are found at shapescale.com. All links are in the show notes. So let's get this show on the road. As always, 20 Minute Fitness is powered by ShapeScale. ShapeScale is a 3D body scanner, scale, and fitness tracker. You step on it and it digitizes your body composition in photorealistic 3D. Now available for pre-order on shapescale.com. Hey everyone, so again, my name is Leslie and I'll be the new host of 20 Minute Fitness. Charlie has gone back to Europe to continue his education in Norway. So today we're going to be talking about the keto diet or more specifically ketone supplementation. The keto diet is a big trend in health and fitness communities right now. This diet has been a trend because of its high fat content. For this diet, you actually consume a ratio of 75% fat, 15% protein, and 10% carbs. Typically, on a normal, higher-carb diet, the body will use glucose as the main form of energy. By lowering the intake of carbs, the body is induced into a state known as ketosis. Ketosis is a natural process the body initiates to help us survive when food intake is low. During this state, we produce something called ketones, which are produced from the breakdown of fats in the liver. The end goal of a properly maintained keto diet is to force your body into this metabolic state. You don't do this through starvation of calories, but rather starvation of carbohydrates. This diet was created for the treatment of childhood epileptic seizures, but has recently been used for its advances in weight loss and potential mental clarity. As the keto diet has become mainstream with fitness influencers, dietitians, nutritionists, and professional athletes supporting it, a big market has opened up to sell keto. Things like cookbooks, guidebooks, blogs, and as with every diet trend that has hit the market, there is a ton of supplements that potentially help you with your keto diet. You've probably seen some of these supplements in your grocery store or on your social media feeds. Companies like Bulletproof Coffee, Keto OS, and Laird Superfood are creating supplements that potentially help you with your keto diet. So today, our aim is to take a look at these supplements and see how they work and what kind of research they have behind them. We are specifically taking a look at keto salts, keto esters, and the very popular MCTs. So before we dig into the supplement side of keto, let's first understand how your body enters ketosis. Essentially, there are two ways your body can enter this metabolic state. The first being endogenous ketone production. This means that your body is producing ketones because there is a lack of carbs. This is the tried and true method of entering ketosis. The second method is entering ketosis in exogenous ketone supplementation, where you take supplements that contain ketones to help you reach ketosis. This is really what we want to be looking at today. Does this supplementation of ketones actually mimic your body's natural production of ketones or help you with your keto diet in any way? So to understand what these supplements are trying to mimic, let's first understand the types of ketones your body produces. 
The first ketone that your body produces is an acetoacidic ketone. The second is a beta-hydroxybutylate ketone, and the third is the acetone ketone. We are going to be referring to the beta-hydroxybutylate ketone as BHB because I don't want to keep saying beta-hydroxybutylate. Also, shout out to my friend Lauren, who is a pre-med student who helped me pronounce all of those words. Lauren, you're the best. So the acetoacidic ketone is the first ketone that your body produces. This is done by fat being broken down by the liver into glycerol and fatty acid molecules. The fatty acid is then broken down further in a process called ketogenesis. Acetoacidic ketones are then converted into either BHB or acetone. Acetone is the least abundant ketone in your body, but it may be produced in higher quantities when you first start the ketogenic diet. As your cells adapt to carbohydrate restriction, BHB becomes the most prevalent ketone body that your brain and muscle cells start using as their primary fuel source. So, BHB is really what supplements like ketone salts or ketone esters are trying to replicate. But first, what even is a ketone salt or a ketone ester? Well, either can be mixed into water or other beverages and taken orally, similar to a protein shake. So a ketone salt is a naturally derived compound that simply mixes sodium with BHB to improve absorption. A ketone ester is a synthetically made compound that links alcohol with a ketone body, which is metabolized in the liver to make a ketone. Ketone esters are used primarily in research for testing the efficiency in elevating ketone body levels. They are also reportedly very unpleasant tasting, according to those who have experimented with them. Actually, in my research, that is one of the main comments I found about ketone salts and ketone esters, that they do taste like garbage. <laughs> in fact, nutritionist Peter Atia said that the worst tasting scotch tastes like spring water compared to ketones. And that is a true believer in the ketone uh, supplementation and the keto diet. So to say the least, ketones are not for the faint of heart. If you're currently listening to this and taking a ketone supplement and you're saying to yourself, well, mine doesn't taste that bad, it may be because it has a ton of fillers in it. Essentially, the less potent the taste, the less potent the ketone. So now let's compare ketone esters to ketone salts. According to a study, ketone esters achieve three times higher blood levels of BHB than a ketone salt. Esters also deliver BHB without a salt or acid load. Meanwhile, ketone salts only mildly raise BHB levels. Ketone salts are also cheaper to produce and contain an unnatural form of BHB, which cannot be easily metabolized by your body. In order to raise blood BHB concentrations, you have to consume a significant load of salt if you are taking a ketone salt. Again, all of the studies mentioned in this podcast will be linked in the show notes. Please take a look at them. They're quite interesting. So now you may be wondering why people are even bothering to supplement their diet with ketones. Well, there are some benefits or even loopholes that ketones potentially offer. The first potential benefit of taking a ketone supplement is gaining the benefits of ketosis without actually changing your diet. According to the Journal of Lipid Research, ketone esters increase ketone bodies within the range achieved by fasting. 
meaning that the ingestion of a ketone ester can directly increase plasma ketone bodies to levels within the range achieved during fasting. The degree of ketone body elevation attained is readily controlled by the dose size of ketone ester. The second benefit is that taking a ketone supplement raises ketone levels without affecting or altering lipid levels. This has been one of the main criticisms of the keto diet, that by doing the diet, it will alter your lipid levels. However, according to a study done by the Federation of American Societies for Experimental Biology, blood ketone levels can be increased and cholesterol and triglyceride levels decreased by feeding rats a novel ketone ester diet. Lastly, one of the most talked about benefits of ketone supplementation is that it enhances or even supercharges cognitive and physical performance. According to the Cell Metabolism Journal, ketosis may alter respiration while improving energy under certain conditions, such as endurance exercise. This study was done in five separate cycles of 39 high-performance athletes. Also, according to the Federation of American Societies for Experimental Biology, found that rats on the ketone diet ran 32% further on a treadmill than did control rats that ate an isocaloric diet. Ketone-fed rats also completed an eight-arm radial maze 38% faster than those on other diets, making more correct decisions before making a mistake. Therefore, the novel ketone diet improved physical performance and cognitive function. So to kind of conclude this look into ketone salts and ketone esters, keep in mind that the ketogenic diet is really the tried and true way to enter ketosis. Supplementation of the diet for therapeutic use does have promising studies behind it. However, it is important to keep in mind that these supplements have relatively recently hit the market and that they have been largely tested in relationship to diseases such as Alzheimer's, epilepsy, and Parkinson's. This week's episode of 20 Minute Fitness is sponsored by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. The Health IQ Advantage is their unique mortality model on the health conscious, and they have lower rates for people who are leading a health conscious life kind of like good driver savings on auto insurance. They have unique underwriting that replaces BMI with waist-to-hip ratio, takes into consideration cholesterol calculations, and more. In fact, 70% of their exclusive rate clients get approved at the top rate class. HealthIQ is the fastest-growing life insurance company with over $5 billion in coverage. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com 20fit or mention the promo code 20FIT when you talk to your Health IQ agent. Life insurance companies calculate your policy rates based on your nearest age, not your actual age, and rates increase as you get older. Lock in the best possible rate by getting a free quote today. So now we're going to be moving on to MCTs. You may have seen MCTs popping up on products like coffee drinks, protein bars, or next to the protein powder in your grocery store. So what are MCT fats? MCT fats are medium-chain triglycerides and are present in relatively small amounts in most sources of dietary fat. Unlike their longer-chain cousins, they can enter the liver directly without having to go through the lymph system. So consuming MCT fats gives the body an opportunity to quickly produce ketone bodies as an energy source for the brain. 
There's a very popular subset of the keto diet known as the MCT keto diet. The MCT ketogenic diet recommends that 30 to 60% of the fat intake in the diet comes from MCT fats. Good sources include MCT oil, coconut oil, and coconut products such as coconut milk or cream. Because MCT fats quickly convert into ketone bodies without having to take the detour through the lymph system, an MCT ketogenic diet allows for a greater intake of carbohydrates and protein, potentially making it easier to follow the diet. Another claim that MCT has is that it improves your mental cognition. There is some scientific evidence to support this. A study involving 20 subjects with Alzheimer's disease or mild cognitive impairment were given either emulsified MCTs or a placebo. The researchers observed a significant increase in blood plasma levels of the ketone body, BHB, after only 90 minutes of treatment. Remarkably, cognitive testing revealed that this brief MCT treatment facilitated improved performance on the Alzheimer's disease assessment scale. Moreover, higher ketone values were associated with greater improvement in paragraph recall with MCT treatment relative to placebo across all subjects. However, there is little evidence on the therapeutic use of MCT improving metacognition, as most of the tests are done with subjects with pre-existing conditions like Alzheimer's disease or people who have mild cognitive impairment. The use of MCT oil has also been linked to some side effects. Those side effects are most often confined to the gastrointestinal system and include nausea, bloating, belching, and abdominal cramps. If you suffer from high cholesterol, MCT oil may aggravate your condition as well. Speak to your doctor before taking it in those circumstances. So what I thought I'd throw in here at the end is kind of a debunking of one of the most popular um, kind of fads that come along with the keto diet um, and has come along in this like long train of trends, which is um, bulletproof coffee or buttered coffee. Um, so bulletproof coffee was invented by entrepreneur, blogger, and paleo proponent Dave Asprey, whose recipe uh, is listed in our show notes. Um, so bulletproof coffee has a long list of supposed benefits um, to a breakfast of buttered coffee, including um, helping burn fat, providing lasting energy, improving focus, helping muscle gain, increasing mental acuity, helping digestion, improving heart health, and so on and so on. So let's see if we can get to the science behind the hype of bulletproof coffee. So recent studies suggest that some types of saturated fats, such as MCTs, may not be as harmful to the heart as once thought. However, the evidence isn't solid, and MCTs' influence on heart disease remains unclear. Much of the research is animal studies and short-term studies in humans. We need more research, and keep in mind that just because something is not as bad as it once was thought, doesn't mean that it's good for us, especially the buttered coffee combination typically provides about 460 calories and about 47 grams of fat, mostly saturated, uh, taking the place of protein, healthy fats, carbohydrates, fiber, and vitamins, and minerals that are essential for good health. We know that protein distribution is important for muscle growth and repair, and a no-protein breakfast might weaken your muscles in the long run, not to mention leave you lacking other important nutrients. It is doubtful that you can make up for this loss of important nutrients at other meals, and your total 
calories increase because of this low-nutrient butter breakfast, you're risking weight gain. That being said, there are plenty of people who believe that Bulletproof Coffee has elevated their health and their fitness, um, especially people who come from a ketogenic diet background. Um, if you find that Bulletproof Coffee improves your health, well-being, and quality of life, then perhaps it is worthwhile um, for the downside of a dramatically decreased nutrient load. However, this is probably a terrible idea for people who eat a lot of carbs, um, high carb and high fat at the same time is just a recipe for disaster. Um, to stay on the safe side, anyone who drinks bulletproof coffee regularly should have their blood markers measured. Uh, perhaps you are one of those people who respond badly. Perhaps it goes the other way. At the end of the day, bulletproof coffee may work for some people, but may be a complete disaster for others. So it's always better to be safe than sorry. Um, take a couple of tests and talk to your doctor before doing any major diet um, overhauls. Um, and as always, all the research will be linked in our show notes below. Um, so feel free to take a look. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of 20 Minute Fitness on the ketogenic diet and ketogenic supplementation. All of the studies that were mentioned in this podcast will be available in our show notes at shapescale.com slash podcast. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at shape underscore scale to share your ideas on what we should cover next and find us on Instagram at shapescale. Use the hashtag shapefam on your next fitness selfie to be featured on our next weekly newsletter. Enjoying the podcast? We would love it if you left us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. You can even screenshot your review and send it to leslie at shapescale.com. That's L-E-S-L-E-Y at shapescale.com to be sent a free mystery gift.